You're listening to a presentation of The Rising. We're a real church for real people where you can belong before you believe. We're always honored to hear how God is working in your life through this ministry. If you have a story you'd like to share with us, hit us up at wearetherising.com or on Facebook or Instagram. Finally, if you'd like to invest in what God's doing through this church, you can always give online through our site. Thanks again for tuning in and get ready. Lean forward with an expectant attitude to hear a message from God's Word. Can you believe it? It's like just over a month ago, everything was normal, right? I mean, we're going to restaurants, we're going to movies, school was in. Come on, kids were in school. Uh, we uh, were meeting together for church on Sundays. Um, like, you didn't have to worry about going to the grocery store. You just go like everything was normal. And now, here we are, just over a month, and everything is far from normal. I mean, people are consciously thinking about how far is six feet apart, right? And, and maybe we should have been six feet apart before all this COVID-19 stuff, but now it's like, how far is six feet apart? And going to the grocery store isn't some simple task. It involves masks and gloves and, and hand sanitizer, like gallons of sanitizer. Uh, restaurants are closed, schools are closed, sports are canceled, right? I mean, like nothing is normal. People are working from home, those house projects that you were always going to do, you finally get a chance to do them. And Tiger King mania has swept the country. Nothing is normal. I mean, it, it, if I were to tell you back in February, hey, this is how things are going to be, you'd, you'd say, no way, things are not going to be like that in April. But, but here we are. Like, this is a whole new normal. Things are not how they used to be. And um, I don't know about you, but I kind of miss how things used to be, right? I miss going to restaurants. I miss going to see a movie. I miss picking my kids up from school. I miss going to the gym and getting those gains. I miss it. I miss it. I miss it. And, um, you know, what, what I've been feeling and what you've been feeling, what so many people have been feeling since all of this has happened is grief. It's grief because everything has changed. Like we have lost the normal. And so there's this change. And whenever there's change, that equates to loss. And loss leads to grief. Grief is what we experience when we lose things. And we've, we've lost some things. You know, there's, there's stages of grief. There's, there's denial. And then there's anger. And then there's bargaining. And then depression. And then acceptance. I know when all of this started, like I was in denial, right? I, I remember I was talking uh, with, with a friend of mine who's, he, he's a pastor uh, at a church in Maryland, Pastor Carl Cool. You've heard him preach at our church before, but he was telling me, um, yeah, hey, we're not going to meet this Sunday. And this was like when all this was popping off. And I was like, what are you kidding me? You're not going to meet this Sunday. Why aren't you going to meet? That's ridiculous. And then we didn't meet that Sunday. <laughs> And he told me on the phone, he said, yeah, you should probably uh, come up with a plan for what church looks like if you can't meet for several months. And I laughed. I thought, That's, are you kidding me? That's never going to happen. And here we are. Here we are. 
So it's in denial because I mean we've seen we've seen SARS and MERS and Ebola and H1N1. We've been through that before, and sometimes people just cry like they panic. The world is falling apart. The sky is falling, and uh, I didn't take it serious. And um, it's denial. Here we are. The world shut down. It's the first stage of grief, and. Um, you know, I, I think I missed uh, the anger and the bargaining and, and depression. I think I skipped past those, right, to acceptance because these are the times that we're in. But some of you, you felt these stages, right? You're angry. You're angry because things aren't how they used to be. You're angry because you've lost business. You're angry because you're out of a job. You're angry because normal is gone and we live in a new normal now. Some of you are bargaining. God, why is this happening? God, why? Why? There's this bargaining and then and then some, some of you feel this, this deep sense of depression and it just keeps sinking deeper. You're depressed because you've lost something, right? And, and so here we are grieving over the normal that's been lost and now we're, we're living in this, this new normal. And, and here's why I associate what you're feeling, what I'm feeling, what all of us are feeling with grief. I mean, grief is this thing that we feel when, when we've lost a loved one, when a parent dies, when a friend or a sibling or a child dies, we feel grief. It's what we feel when we, when we lose a job. It's what we feel when a friend stabs us in the back or a friend leaves our life. We feel grief because there's this loss that's there. And so you and I, we feel loss here and now. And as a result of that, we experience grief because because what we've lost is certainty. What we've lost is comfort. What what we've lost is is knowing and planning and and and, and it can feel just heavy and like this weight and like we're surrounded in this this darkness of uncertainty and and it's grief. It, it, it's grief because we've lost what we knew. We've lost what was normal, and now we're trying to figure out a whole new normal. And so what does that, what does that look like? What does that mean? Because I, I, I've heard people say, I can't wait to get back to normal. And, and I'm with them. I, I feel the same way. I can't wait to get back to normal. I can't wait to picking up my kids from school again. I can't wait to being able to go out on a date with my, with my wife to see a movie or go get something to eat at a restaurant. I can't wait to get back in the gym. I can't wait for normal, but part of me dreads returning to normal. Part of me says I don't want to go back to normal because when I think about it, there were some things in normal that weren't good. There were some things with how things used to be that were destructive and unhealthy, right? I mean, because you remember normal, don't you? I mean, normal was when you were busy and stressed out and freaked out and frazzled because you had so much going on. No, normal was, we'll get around to it one day, and we never did. Normal was never taking a rest, but always on this go, 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 go. Normal was broken promises. Normal was taking relationships for granted. Normal wasn't working, right? And so I don't know that I want to go back to how things were. I got an email uh, this past week from this lady, Patricia. What's up, Patricia from Georgia? We're worldwide, baby. 
uh, Patricia sent me an email from Georgia and uh, she, she was just thanking me for this ministry and what we've been doing online and how she's been tuning in. She said she was digging. I did a sermon last week talking about digging just beneath the surface. Um, but I really appreciate that email she sent me. And uh, one of the things that she said in the email was um, this word she kept getting, like, I don't want to go back to normal, but I want to go back to better. I like that. I want to go back to better. Come on, Patricia, that'll preach, right? So listen, I don't know about you watching wherever you are, whoever you are. I don't want to go back to normal. I want to go back to better. I want to, I want to go to a new normal, right? Where, where I'm healthier than I was, where I have more time than I did, where I live light and free because normal was stressed out and anxious. I want to live light and free, right? I, I want to go to a new normal where I love deeper, where I serve in greater ways, where I'm more like Jesus than I've ever been before. That's the normal that I want to go to. It's a new normal. And, and I believe that, that God is using this moment here and now, this new normal we're experiencing, where life has been interrupted, like COVID-19 has crashed into our lives, I believe that God is using this here and now to show us what a new normal could look like and should look like. Because we're living a new normal right now. It's different from how it was just over a month ago. And when all this is said and done and it's all over, we're going to go back to a way of living but I don't think it's going to be the same that it used to be. At least I hope and pray that it's not the same. Because he, here's what I know from what the book of Romans says. Romans says this. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. And we know that in all things, all things, all things, do you, all things, including a worldwide pandemic, that God works for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. Do you believe that? That, that God works all things, even now, even here, even in this moment in your life. God works all things together for the good of those who love Him. See, I believe God is seeking to use this new normal. Not that God caused it, but that He's seeking to use this new normal to do some good in your life so that when you return back to life, it's not life as normal, but it's life as better. I mean, even now, when the depression and the anxiety and the worry and the uncertainty feels like this darkness that's creeping in all around you and you feel claustrophobic at times, you feel restless, like you're ready to get out of the house, you just want to break free even now in this moment. God can use this for good in your life. So I wonder what is God teaching you? What is God showing you? You know what? You know what normal looks like? You know what normal should look like? Jesus. Jesus. That's what normal looks like. See, when Jesus came here to this world, like he, he showed us what a whole new normal looked like, could look like, and should 
look like. We, we just finished a series called Life Interrupted, and throughout the series we talked about how God interrupted people's lives. He like crashed into their lives. And what we found is that when God intersected with people, He transformed them forever. He altered them forever. They were never the same because they met God. And, and this is what Jesus does with us, right? This is Jesus' desire for us. And this is the thing, like if you've ever been to our church and you've heard me preach, this is the thing that I'm constantly trying to show people and teach people and help people, that the way of life Jesus came to bring is actually normal. And what we've been living has been abnormal. See, when Jesus crashed onto the scene when he was born of a virgin, um, he lived this perfect life, a life you and I can't live. It's like, it's like he was trying to show us what life really should look like. And John, one of Jesus' disciples, his closest follower, um, wrote about who Jesus was and what he came to bring. It's found in his gospel uh, in the book of John, the very first chapter, John chapter 1. John chapter 1, verses 4 through 5. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. And what he does is he goes on to explain how Jesus is the light of the world who's come into this world shining his light to, to overpower the darkness so, so that he can illuminate like a whole new way for us to live. It's like for so long we've been trapped in this dark way of thinking, this dark way of living. And Jesus bursts onto the scene and says, I am the light of life and I want to show you what it really looks like to live. I want to show you what a new normal is all about. And then this guy named Paul, this, this early church leader who started churches all over the Roman world, he, he writes to these Christians who have believed in Jesus. And it's like he's trying to explain to them, like, like there, was, there was a way things were back then. You remember that? Normal. But now that Jesus has crashed into your life and he's shown the light of his life into your life, there's a whole new normal. Here's what Paul says. Colossians 3, 5, So put to death the sinful earthly things lurking within you. Have nothing to do with sexual immorality, impurity, lusts, and evil desires. And he goes on to list all these things that, like, he's saying, like, that's how you used to be. That was back then. That was pre-Jesus. That was normal for you. But here's a new normal. Let me tell you about it. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your Creator and become like Him. Since God chose you to be the holy people He loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love which binds us all together in perfect harmony and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. And I don't know about you, but I want my life to look like that. Like I want my life to look like the end of what I just read, right? I want to be more loving and kind and compassionate and patient. Like that's who, that's how I want to be. That needs to be my new normal. And if I'm open with you, I, before this COVID-19, I mean, that, that, that described my life, but not to where I want it to be. And this whole interruption, all of this has like revealed new things for me. It's like 
Christ's light is shining in the darkness of my life and showing me ways to change and transform and be more like Him. And listen, I, I don't know if you've ever made the decision to accept Jesus, but, but if you want to live in a new normal, it, it begins with that. It, it, it begins with, with, with acknowledging and saying, I've been living in this darkness of my life for so long, and um, I need the light of Jesus to flood in and change me. And, and so if you've never made the decision to believe that Jesus died for you on the cross, that he rose again from the dead so that you could be forgiven of your sins and be given brand new life, it starts with making that decision. Or you just say, I believe. And I believe so much that I want to make Jesus the leader of my life. I want to follow him. I want to give him my life. The word in the scriptures that's used is repentance. So I'm not going to follow my way, but your way, Jesus. And then I want to be baptized into you. I want to be baptized into you, being buried, bearing the old dark way of my life and raising up into a brand new life in your light. So if you never made the decision to accept Christ by believing, following, and being immersed in Him, I want to invite you to do that today. You can make that decision and you can get baptized. All you need is a bathtub, a, a, bathtub, a, a hot tub, a, a pool, a, another believer to baptize you. You don't even need to let us know, but we'd love, to let you, uh, we'd love for you to let us know. We want to celebrate with you. Want to rejoice with you? Hey, film it. Send it to us. Let us see it. But if you want to get us involved, let us know. We can help schedule that for you. And we just want to celebrate with you. But the way that you escape the darkness of the old normal and enter into the light of the new normal is first and foremost accepting Jesus. And listen, if, if you're a Christian, can I just remind you that the light of God has flooded into your life and He's, he's given you a whole new life. Like the reason why Jesus came, the one that you accepted, the one that you said yes to, sheds light on a whole new way of life. And it's time to live in it. It's time to walk in that. I love, I love what Paul says when he quotes this old uh, hymn in the New Testament about the light of God shining in our lives. Here's, here's what he says. Ephesians 5, 13 through 14, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. This is why it is said, wake up sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. And so what Paul is saying is like, before Jesus came, you were dead in the darkness of your sins, living in an old normal. But then Jesus broke onto the scene and he flooded this light. He shone this light to show you a whole new way of living. It's like Jesus comes and he says, there's something better for you. You don't have to live in the old normal. You don't have to live in the old way of doing things. But I've come to show you what life really looks like. And it's found in the new normal. Thanks so much for listening. We pray God inspires, challenges, and motivates you to become greater through what you've just heard. Again, be sure to check us out at wearetherising.com. Remember, your best days are still ahead.